Right, welcome everyone to another episode of Love Island Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Delighted to be here on Agro Island again. <laughs> you promised me a bit of love, and I'm not seeing a lot of that. All I'm seeing is arguments and fighting and just, like I say, aggro. So what did you make to that tonight? Absolute shit show, Dave. It was just carnage everywhere you turn. If it wasn't Curtis getting his comeuppance, it was Jordan. Then we had the whole Anna with the bad manners. It just ended up being a boys v girls <laughs> Royal Rumble, really, in the villa. It absolutely did. And I, I think, actually, let, let's shake things up a bit because normally we get to the end of the show and we read out the reviews, don't we? But we had one in. <laughs> And not the first one of this type. This is the second data point of this type. Um, calling us out for being misogynistic. So I just want to read this one out explicitly. So it's actually coming from our American uh, iTunes store. But I strongly suspect with where that show is, I don't think there's anything too controversial that's happened yet. So I, I suspect it's in relation to the UK show. So it's titled, Liked it at first, but really misogynistic. Needless vitriol thrown mostly at female contestants of Love Island. Understand not liking actions of certain people, but the personal nasty attacks became unbearable. And that's from Ali871. So I am going to say thank you, although you're probably not listening. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think if, if you go through life and you don't listen to anyone, then you become the prime minister, it seems. <laughs> Sorry for fans of Boris, but I think he's an idiot. Um, now, what what do you think of that, Chris? Look, I respect anybody who listens to our show. The person's took the time to actually review us, Dave, good or bad. We ask for good or bad reviews. We are totally transparent. It's just two friends taking the piss. But I don't think... There is any look. There's no loyalty to any of the men. We, I mean, I'm not sitting there justifying any of it. My opinions are my own. I've got five sisters. I've got an 18 year old daughter. Who, for God's sake, some of them lads in that villa. If she brought any of them home and they acted the way they did, then yeah, I'd be stringing them up without a doubt. But on the same respect, if my daughter acted like Anna and Amber and acted the way that they do, as a pack mentality in that, she'd be getting a bollocking, Dave. I mean, she's luckily, I brought her up, well, I think I brought her up the right way, and I know you've got daughters, but simply put, obviously everyone's entitled to the opinion. I've got no issue with that. I'm not going to change what I think. I just call out bad behaviour. And Anna, last night, could have took the full sympathy vote and everything, but she didn't. She was being an absolute spoiled brat and being completely rude, and that's all I see it as. When somebody's being rude and being horrible, and unfortunately, and I'm not just saying it from a man's point of view, the lads are dicks. We've got Curtis, we've got Michael, we've got Jordan, who have been absolute bellends, without a doubt, absolute bellends. We've called them out. But when it kicks off, we get the girls and Anna especially, and it's not just me, you can go and any, and everyone's going to like who they like. These ones we like, other people don't like. But on the whole, I've never seen so much, um, pe so many people react to someone like Anna saying we should like her. We should, 
it's not about that. Amber, I think, is a really nice girl. My opinions have changed of her. But when she gets in that pack mentality, it goes off, Bella. It's not about that. The lads are lied. Anton, people like that, they're all dicks. Dave, at the end of the day, exactly what you said yesterday, I don't give a shit about any of them, really. It's great TV, and I'm going to sit here and criticise and take the piss because that's what we do. But as far as I'm concerned, that opinion is her or his opinion. I have no issue with it. I, I don't think we're like that. If we are, I'm not going to apologise for the simple reason. is It's not done as a simple man, the woman, and there's no guy code on my part, and I'm sure you're the same. I'm not trying to speak for you. It basically is what it fucking is. <laughs> Could you finish it in a better way? I, I don't think so. But I mean, I I was thinking, oh, do you, we all carry unconscious biases, don't we? So I was thinking, do we? But I was thinking, no, I'm pretty sure yesterday I said, fuck them all. <laughs> they curse on all their houses. And I'm trying to think, apart from Ovi and Greg, I can't think of any of the guys that I actually like in there. So <laughs> I think I, I dislike them all equally. But like you say, I mean, we try and focus on bad behavior. But Definitely, what I'd say is if there's anyone else out there who's opinion, got opinions, good or bad, send them in and actually, you know, get, get us an email there, theloveislandcast at gmail.com, uh, and call us out. Because, uh, you know, like you say, the worst crime you can commit with any kind of entertainment is just be uh, irrelevant. And so we've obviously <laughs> prompted someone to have a strong enough opinion to take out the time to have a review there. And what I would say is you're really not like what I'm going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. We said yesterday, again, what Jordan has done is wrong. And what Curtis had done is wrong to advise him. And I do wonder in a parallel universe, you know, has Jordan taken better advice and not acted on it at all. But yet again, as we've called out a number of times, you know, Curtis, he acts as if he's got all of this knowledge and he's a worldly wise man. He's 20 fucking three, right? Because he's a ballroom dancer, he mixes in circles with people a lot older than him who do speak like that, who do have all the experience. But Curtis, mate, your advice is fucking shit most of the time. I said ages ago, he's like that bloke who's he's like one of your mates who stands with you at the quiz machines and then confidently predicts the wrong fucking answer, you know, twice. And then when it, it's undeniable, it comes to the third one and it's like, oh, yeah, well, of course it was that. No, just keep your fucking opinions to yourself. So I'm, I'm glad he's been called out for that bullshit. But I think I've missed an episode here, Chris. I've missed an episode where Jordan got down on one knee and proposed to Anna. They got married. They had a few kids, settled down, got a mortgage. Anna's out to work. Jordan's then, you know, been at home, just creamed off all the money, had an affair. <laughs> and then she's reacted in that way. Because there has to be something proportionate, surely. This isn't the minority report. And I know Jordan went across to India, despite his lion-toed ways. He's trying to say, oh, I was just having a conversation. No, you were going to tell India exactly how you felt and put the feelings out there. He didn't actually do anything. He didn't actually kiss her. He didn't sleep with her. And so I just think, oh, the, the things that I've seen on social media are not proportionate to what he's actually done. 
So I'm going to probably uh, paint a big target on my backside here. Just, oh, you're just sticking up for the boys. No, because Jordan is a fucking arsehole and he's proven it. But I just don't think the, the response he's had is proportionate to, to what he's done. No, I think, I think what you've said is absolutely correct. He's done a lot of stupid things. He's been an absolute prick without a doubt. We've all said it. He's a dickhead. He's a player. The one thing I, I would say, and I know we've discussed this off the podcast, is there's some sort of time lapse that we do not see. So when you watch the show on a Friday, you basically get shown what the Sunday episode is going to be about. So that's two days prior to this. So say, realistically, Friday's episode is maybe from what happened on Thursday, right? But they're already showing you what's happening on Sunday. So in my, in my head, they are at least three days ahead of us. Maybe it's because of it being controversial. I mean, it's never been live anyway. It's always been a pre-production show anyway. Like, you know, post-production, it's all done that way. And obviously, Ian Sterling has to do his bits. So there's got to be some timescale for that. It's not like a big brother where Marcus, who did the voiceovers, used to have to do it like the dinner time, you know, before it come out the night. So mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, there is at least two to three days worth of footage per episode or per weekend that we do not see. And I can only think, and this may be why when we've called out what Curtis did when he completely changed, what Michael did, some of the other guys, some of the absolute nonsense that they've done because it looks too false the way Michael just flicked to Joanna, the way Curtis just all of a sudden randomly thought there was something with Jordan when what we'd seen on the TV was like, there's no fucking connection or even a relationship there. And that's exactly what Jordan had done. But we don't see everything, so we don't see how the edit, it. as I've said numerous times, over was looked like an absolute boring bastard but he's the funniest guy in there he's such a genuine nice guy some of the girls are the same they seem really really nice people but when they come in they don't portray that so I don't know whether this whole thing with Jordan is because the fact that they've lost let's say a weekend's worth of editing or footage that they've just thought we're not using it because it just doesn't make sense but again Jordan deserves no sympathy from anybody because he's an absolute dick (laughs) He certainly is. Like you say, we've we've not, apart from, you know, we had some, I I had some respect for him. The way he dealt with that, you know, initial Anna and Ovi walking in uh, and he was just stood there on his own looking like a lemon. I I thought he handled it at that time quite well. But now I'm retrospectively looking back at that and thinking, well, was he really that arse then? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I'll tell you what was funny, Chris, though. I mean, Curtis, jeez, oh, I've beaten him up before, but I'm going to have a go at him again. So, you know, again, he sees himself as this, this diplomat, this worldly wise man. And, you know, he's kind of, he's finally, you know, said to Maury, you know, what he did was wrong and he gave him shit advice. But I don't think he's come to that conclusion himself. I think it's just, he's swimming with the tide. Just because so many people have said it. I mean, fucking hell, when Tommy, Tommy was saying to him, well, you should have fucking spoke to me like, and I'd have told you that was a bad fucking idea. Tommy has become this fucking uh, voice of reason somehow. But when Curtis tries to, you know, have a word with Anna, he goes over with the fucking baby. I mean, we've not spoke about the baby challenge yet, but it's, it's like he's got a shield <laughs> yeah. and he's going fully on it with the goo goo gaga. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's 
and again, you know, there's various accusations of how real is this. And it's like, look, if you are genuinely trying to respond, Mora's right fucking there. Just hand the doll over. It's not a real fucking baby. I know it's a challenge and everything. But if you're trying to do something serious, you've surely got to separate out the game from a genuine apology. And it's as if he was trying to just like, look, how angry can you be at me? I've got a baby here. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, fuck off, Curtis. Yeah, it was. It, it was pathetic. And he admitted he was... Well, what like say, he didn't really admit anything. But what I found bizarre was he did the same thing he said to Amy, where Maura said to him, "I, uh, you know, would you do that if it was you?" And he went, "I don't know whether I would. I don't know whether I, whether I would tell you or, or you know, like basically agree with what Jordan had done." I've got to be honest. I'm thinking your relationship with Amy fell apart because of the same thing. I just I cannot work that lad out one bit. But but again, I, sorry, Dave, go on. No, I was just going to say, again, it's just his game playing, isn't it? It's just you've no idea who is the real Curtis because we just don't know because everything's a game. And, uh, you know, we were saying the other day, you know, did he just play a blinder, actually? You know, the finish line is in sight. Give Jordan a tip-off because they've been coupled up and very close. You know, I heard yesterday on the official podcast, Michael was saying, you know, they, Jordan and Anna were together all the time. so. Give Jordan a bit of a nudge towards India, and that'll fucking cause some waves and and split them up, and then I've got more of a chance of winning. It it could have been that, but I just don't trust anything that he does. No, not at all. And and as you mentioned about the, the baby game, as soon as I heard them fucking babies crying, and not not because I don't like kids, I'm the oldest of nine brothers and sisters. I've got nephews, nieces coming out of my ears, Dave, who I absolutely love, but. That game to watch as a spectacle, and I'm so glad they actually finished it early, Dave. I know you've got no point of reference, but on stuff in the past, it's been days where they're sleeping overnight and they're having to sleep outside. And <laughs> I'm so glad it only lasted what we will look like maybe half a day to them because it's why they do that is fucking boring. It's absolutely boring to watch. It's annoying. It's just. I, I get nothing out of watching that. I, I know it's supposed to give them a bit of responsibility because they're all narcissistical, selfish wankers, but it's just its just one of them things. It's a spectacle. It's almost as bad as that dog show thing they had to do, which was absolutely crap. So <laughs> I got nothing out of it other than the fact that Jordan was quite witty when he, he was saying about, I don't speak to the mum. We've been, you know, for legal reasons, we've been, and, and she dropped some top one liners in there, and to be fair, well, that's one of your hundred kids in it, you know. And, yeah, <laughs> and, a, good, <laughs> a good one, right. A good <laughs> knife, right in the ribs, that, that was. That was a good one. That's just like, that's not my kid. I'm, I'm the auntie that everyone goes to, but that's not my kid. And I thought that was the, the, the interaction between them was, was actually quite funny, to be fair. But yeah, it was one of them things where I was just like, please stop, please don't be all episode because it'll just piss me off. I, I wonder, I bet there's people who out there who do enjoy that though. And, and again, the stress that it creates. But, you know, the stress levels for what seems like weeks now have been up to a nine or a 10 almost every episode. We get these very occasional breaks of a bit of fun, uh, you know, with some of the games and that. But it feels to me like mostly drama. So, but I think maybe... You know, you've had a baby, you know, quite a long time ago now. I've I've had kids as well. So I'm kind of looking at this thinking, you've got no fucking idea. You can hand that piece of plastic back. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> ain't shitting all over the place. When it's older, it's not drawing all over the walls, <laughs> leaving sticky shit everywhere and letting ants in. I, I, so, yeah, I, I don't see that much to it as well. But what I, I, I just seem weird about how headlong the blokes were going into it, apart from Tommy when he gave it a bit of a spin and then you've got Molly <laughs> May like, Tommy, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a TJ, fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what though, coolest baby award again. It's, it's got to go to Ovi, hasn't it? With the Ovi. little bowler hat on there. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. We've seen Roman, he called him after his dad. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I, I put a tweet out saying Ovi and Roman... Take the 50 fucking K right off into the sunset to buy Jordans and a load of dummies. So, yeah, uh, brilliant. Ovi's just, just, he's just cool and he's such a nice guy. He's just cool, personified. And he's the only positive I've got at the moment watching it, Dave, because he seems well, such a nice guy. I, I think he's, you know, if you could vote for one person, I think, you know, we're not on our own, I don't think. But I think Ovi, he deserves it. And even, you know, you just compare. How did Anna handle the whole Jordan situation? And Ovi could have could have well got all masculine about it, puffed his chest out. And I, I can you imagine if, say, Michael was in Ovi's position? I know. Then I know. that that could have been a big kickoff. But he's just he's just sort of rolled with it, and you know he, he trusts India. Um, I, I'd like to see a bit more before I can fully invest in their couple. I'd, like to see her and Ovi with a bit more screen time to really understand is, is that a genuine kind of connection there but um I think Greg as well he's probably one of the only other ones who you know again he's not had that much screen time we know he, he had to fly back unfortunately for a family bereavement but when he said like when he said to Curtis um yesterday was it yesterday? Was it today? Oh, it's all, this whole night is sort of blending into one. But when he, Curtis is saying to him, well, I told Jordan to explore his feelings, you know, and speak to India. It's like, what was your thought process behind that? <laughs> 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 Which is a polite way. You know, it's, uh, it's like the politician's way of saying, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> very, very so I think I, I think Greg. I mean, we we haven't had as much screen time with Greg, but he seems like a sound bloke as well. Again, he's got his own career; he doesn't need this. He just comes across quite genuine. Yeah, he does, and they seem quite sweet. I know he tried to get Amber to be quiet, and she gave him the whole Ricky Lakehead and all that. You know, like this is my best mate. But Anna was holding her own, Dave, wasn't she? You know, that's it, and. I have got a slight, but this this is uh, going off the review, Dave. I'm, I'm going to call out Maura slightly, but yeah, she went on with Anna. I just didn't completely buy that she was really looking out for Anna's well being because one of the couples that's been in it strong, yes, they've been in the bottom three, is now disbanded. The, the the back of my head, I was thinking, you've never shown, as far as we've seen, this sort of loyalty to Anna. I, I really care. I really care about that girl. And listen, I'm like, and, and if I have to hear her say, you're joking, you're joking. She <laughs> says it all the time. I'm like, we get it. You, you're upset. But yeah, Curtis deserves a fucking, no doubt about it. She deserves to give him that. But I just didn't buy completely that what Maura was saying was kosher. And I've seen online loads of people saying Maura saved the show. And, and we've both said that at times she's been brilliant TV. She really has been brilliant. 
But as the sort of squeaky bum time comes in and the, the checks are about to be written, Dave, it just seems a little bit of game playing in my eyes. She's absolutely a game player. I'm going to put it right out there. And to me, so, you know, I've mentioned on the podcast before, Judy James, body language expert. If she says she's faking that relationship, which she does, then that for me is enough. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just solidifies what I was thinking already. Now, I think Lucy, when she came out of the villa, she did say that Maura had said to her about Curtis and what have you. But she she just doesn't reflect that in her own behavior. It's a couple coupling up out of convenience. And you can see in her eyes and everything that she's just not that into him. No, and and the thing is, Curtis thinks he's being funny, like when they went to the hideaway and he's playing up to this whole manly thing and he's, he's like, got the kimono on. <laughs> and it's like, kimono. It's like, look, mate, drop it. You know, it's, you just, it's probably something I'd do, to be honest. If someone called something out, I'd probably do it even more. But yeah, I, I, th- I think she's game playing with that relationship. But if, if I am wrong and there is an element of doubt, then. I don't think there'll be anything to do with it, you know, come the come the day of the final because, you know, again, Anna with that, she's a girl's girl, isn't she? So she only gives her selfless advice in the interests of other people, other girls around her. And she'd said to her that, like, you know, what you do with your relationship is, you know, it is what it is and that's up to you. But I think Curtis is a fucking snake <laughs> or some words to that effect. And I always call those, Chris, I'm sure I've said to you before, but you call those a butt sandwich. You know, when there's a butt in there, everything that's said in the first half of that sentence means absolutely fuck all. The only thing that matters is what's said after the butt. Yeah, that's true. Very good point, Dave. Very good point. And obviously at the end of the episode... Anna and Jordan rode off into the fucking sunset of doom and so did Chris and Harley. And I think it was about right. Absolutely right. It it had to be. It was just toxic. It felt like the episode was built up for them going. And, you know, she did say to him, to be fair, you know, I won't bear any grudges, but judging by a sister's social media, I think there's a bit more mileage in that argument between them days. I think she's trying desperately to say something diplomatic there. What was it she finished off with? There's no need for us to be friends or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. And again, she, she is the victim or the initial victim of this, uh, of this altercation, if you like. Um, but I think, you know, they've both gone down in that sinking ship. Yeah, they have. Look, both of their hands are not clean at all, Dave. She did it with Ovi. In some respects, did Jordan do it to, to get her back? I'll never know. We'll never know. But thank Christ they've gone. And I just hope it brings Amber out a bit more of a shell. I think it will, to be fair. Right, Dave. Well, we've had another email from one of our listeners again, and it's the wonderful Karen has sent one in, and it's entitled Vile. Hi, guys. Well, Anna showed us true vile colours. What a childish bitch laughing whilst he was trying to apologise. She was the one that brought Ovi back from Casa Amor, then kissed Jordan before breaking up with Ovi. It's all games. These people don't go in looking for love. They're looking for fame and playing a game. The show isn't over whilst I'm writing this, so I don't know who's getting dumped. I hope it's Anna. My votes to win are all going for Ovi and India, the only two normal guys in there. Thanks, Karen. That's really good. And then that, just a little bit later, came, it came in another one. Bye, 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 bye. Well, thank God she's gone. She couldn't even keep her gob shut for the final words out the door. 
quite glad Chris and Harley have gone too. I know a lot of people liked him, but his bumbling ways just annoyed me. And the name he called that doll. Does he really think that's funny? Idiot. Curtis in the final four couples. Let's see who he offers up the next deadly advice to. (laughs) How much more shit can he stir before his exit? So I think Chris, to be honest, can't disagree with any of that. I think that's uh, that pretty much echoes our sentiments, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, to be fair. It really does. And yeah, if you do want to contact the show, guys, on Twitter, at Love Island Cast, if you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And we can't thank you enough. If you do like the show and you really enjoy it, or if you don't enjoy it, but you want to give us a review, get on your podcast catcher and look for Love Island Cast and drop us a five or a one-star review, whichever is your preference. We just appreciate <laughs> anything that gets us out there and gets people talking about the show. Well, Chris, I've got a bit of a surprise for you because I wanted to read out that that one-star review at the top of the show so uh, we could let the let the shackles off and, and just get it out there right from the off. But we did get another one through, and this is one is entitled A Great Podcast, and this one's the other end of the scale. So this is five stars. And it says, well worth a listen for the unbiased ins and outs of our favorite show. And that's from Karen Teresa. And this one's from the, the UK store, so... Thanks ever so much for that, Karen. So thanks ever so much for that, Karen Teresa. Really appreciate those kind words. Now, Chris, how would you like to lead us out? Well, Dave, I think it's only appropriate. As two of the most toxic and annoying people have left the villa, I just want to say one thing. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.